Hey, what is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Trivia Rewrites. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day, out of whatever you're doing, to give us a listen. We truly do appreciate it. On this week's episode, here's some stuff that you can expect to know a little bit more about before the episode wraps up. Once every 17 years, this very loud, annoying bug that I don't even know how many people even like them. They're just kind of, they just annoy you. But once every 17 years, they hatch in insanely large numbers. By the end of the episode, you'll know what kind of bug I'm talking about and where exactly they will be hatching this year. Unfortunately, we are in that 17-year window because, hey, why not? Right? When it rains, it pours. Uh, Demo also takes the time to ask me about the upcoming Grammys, ask me about some of the Grammy nominations and some of the records that have either been broken through nominations or some of the records that could be broken if certain artists win certain awards. And I get the chance to prove yet again how much I, how little rather, how little I know when it comes to popular music. Not my forte. Uh, We're trying to create, as we've talked about a little bit more, we're trying to create a more presence online, more interaction between us and listeners. Uh, If you have anything you'd like to let let us know about, anything you want to talk about, we can be reached on Twitter at Trivia Rewrites, or we can be reached at email, which our our email is TriviaRewrites at gmail.com. Now, we say that every week, as a way to get plugged in, but that's really all we have. If there's something that you're like, oh man, I'd really love to get plugged in. I'd really love to like talk to you guys or give suggestions. And it's not Twitter or email. If there's a better way that could facilitate communication from us to you, if you just, just one email, is all it's going to take, just send one email. And I mean, if that's, if that's, if there's a better way that we can communicate more easily, we're all, we're all ears, we're, whatever, whatever it takes, whatever is easy for you. Just let us know. That would be awesome. Really appreciate it. Once again, thanks for taking the time to listen into this week's episode. And now, without any further ado, let's jump on into this week's episode of Trivia Rewrites. Welcome to Trivia Rewrites, where we look at how the news is changing trivia. Today is Wednesday, March 10th, 2021. I'm your host, Demo, and this is my co-host, Tibbs. What's up, man? Not much. What's up with you? You know, just hanging out, chilling, enjoying the week, seeing the temperature rise ever so gradually every day. Is, is it spring? Are we officially in spring? By definition, yes. When did that By start? By calendar definition, we are in the um, meteor. Oh, what's what's that word? Meteorological. We're we are in meteorological spring. Days are getting longer. Days are well, getting. Oh, yeah. that's. Well, we're past that, yeah, for well, sure. Well, still, yeah. It says, okay, it says the start of spring was March 20th on here in the Northern Hemisphere. So hmm, not technically there yet. I mean, not even technically. We are absolutely not. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure there's more. What did more I hear that we were at the beginning of spring? I don't know. Almost. Almost. Hey, what would this show be if not for false information provided by me? Exactly. Exactly. Happy spring, everybody. Um, okay, anyway, this is a show where Hibbs and I try and look at the weekly news and come up with trivia questions about it. Uh, but to start us off, Hibbs, you have some This Day in History type questions for us. That I do. This day, March 10th, 1848, the Mexican-American War is ended with the U.S. Senate ratifying what treaty? Treaty of... Right, yep, keep going. Guadalupe. Ooh, that's, I'll give you that if I was like a trivia. <laughs> no, a trivia of Guadalupe Hidalgo is the full. Oh, oh got it. But okay. I mean, the fact that you got that. 
Very nice. Very nice. What is what is Guadalupe Hidalgo? Is that what a place? Is? I believe is it's a person. Place? Yeah. Okay. I'm relatively confident it is a location. Makes sense. Most treaties are named after the location for some reason, but yeah, Paris, Versailles. Yeah. 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 Sweet. 1893, <laughs> March 10th, 1893, the first graduating class of what university is canceled because the only graduating student was unfortunately robbed and murdered the night before the graduation was supposed to take place. Oh, Jesus. Dark, but interesting. 1893. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty late for a university, like, well, not pretty late, but it's not one of the super old ones, I guess. Correct, um, yeah. There's only Fair. one student... Do I expect you to know this one? No, this was a stretch. University but... of New Mexico. Oh, nice guess. That is 100% correct. Wow. New, New, I mean, not 100%. New Mexico State University. <laughs> oh, dang it. So but I mean, close. like, I mean, you got, as far as guessing goes. Well, I was thinking, like, give it to you. somebody getting robbed at gunpoint would be yeah, like it was the like old West. somewhere West. in the Old West. Yeah, yeah 100%. Hmm. Yeah. Um, or its title at the time was the New Mexico College of Agriculture and Mechanic Arts. Oh. But nicely done. Good way to put that together. Good guess. Good logical thinking. Uh, yeah. And poor homie got shot. Unfortunate. Yeah. That's sad. But now you have that little back pocket. What was his name? Effect. Do we even have his name? Uh, does it matter? He's dead. Okay. <laughs> if I know anything from history, it's that if you're dead, your name does not matter. That's what I've taken from history. 1922, speaking of dead people, Mahatma Gandhi is arrested and sentenced to six years in prison, but he only serves two because he was released due to the the necessity to operate on what part of his body? The stomach. The stomach? Sure. The appendix. Ah. He had appendicitis after two years in prison. His name was Samuel Steele. I just looked it up. That Samuel was the first. Steele? He was the first graduate of New Mexico. How are you going to have a University? strong name like Samuel Steele and get murdered? Sam Steele. Anyway, Very Gandhi, name. appendix. He said, "Yes, nice appendicitis." Uh, and then 1977. Uh, sorry, 1977. Uh, finally, I have a space question for, for you, my man. Oh. Uh, 1977. <laughs> astronomers discover what planet has rings. Uh, Uranus? That's correct. 100% correct. Nicely done. Mm. That's all I got. That's March 10th trivia. Everything that happened on March 10th ever, that was it. Anything of importance? Sam Steele, Mahatma Gandhi, Uranus, Treaty of Guadalupe That is a powerful name. Right. That's a great, strong name. Yeah. That's a a last name, comma, first name, introduction. Steele. Sam Steele. Like, oh, yeah, definitely. Anyway, uh, <laughs> moving on. Ironically, moving he got robbed. The... Last name Steele, and he got robbed and murdered. Yeah. But hey. <laughs> moving on to the uh, topical portion. So this is going to be about uh, the weekly news, whether there's a new record that's been set or something's happened for the first time. Uh, you're going to hear about that here. So sports question for you. I'll try and... You had a couple sports ones, so I'll try and get mine in before we uh, we overlap here. We'll see. Okay. Which aging PGA Tour golfer dropped out of the world golf rankings uh, top 100 this week, snapping a streak of 
1,425 consecutive weeks in the top 100. That would be the lefty Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson. That was actually also the question that I had. Nice. For you. Yeah. He got into He got into the top 100 the same year I was born. And he just stayed there. Incredible. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I and I could I was looking for who's like who could have potentially had the streak before him, but the golf rankings aren't that old. So, basically he holds the record and it's almost inconceivable that anyone else would break it, but maybe not. Right. We'll yeah. see how that goes. But yeah, uh, I couldn't find anything that was top one hundred either. Like yeah, it was all top. They made it a big deal. Yeah, ones. top ten, top one. Yeah. Uh, as a follow up, do you know how many weeks Phil Mickelson has spent at the number one position? Never. Never. Always just riding those tiger coattails. Yeah, it said he'd been number two for two hundred and seventy weeks or something yeah. like that. Just uh, crazy. Kind of quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Always a bridesmaid, huh, Phil? Wow. I mean, maybe if you did some sit-ups, you'd actually gotten to... But... Yeah, that is wild to think about. Like, he's he but... was... For five years straight, basically, he was number two. And... Or combined, combined in total. And yeah. he could just never... Never crack the to the number one. Never could I make mean, it like, happen. I mean, like, to Phil's point, like... I don't think he was losing... I have to go back and look, but it's not like he was losing every tournament by like one or two strokes like tiger was just playing out of his mind at the time like yeah yeah and it's like a cumulative like ranking point system so who knows but uh some great short game and those aviators homeboy can rock some aviators what uh you have another sports one i do have another sports one for you um currently on pace to hold the record outright Zion Williamson of the New Orleans Pelicans tied what NBA great as he now has 14 consecutive games scoring more than 20 points while shooting at least 50% or better? Wilt Chamberlain. Also a good guess. It was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Dang it. Were you, were you ta- caught up between the two? Between my two. Those were one mm-hmm. of my, yeah. Yep, yep. Big guy in the paint, yeah. I mean, if you're shooting more than 50%, you got to be pretty close to the basket. Yeah. So. Sweet. Wow. How many games? 14 consecutive games. Wowzer. Yeah. I mean, Zion's also just a, a beast of a human being. Yeah, he's not like, by NBA standards, though, he's not like super tall. He's just like very physical in his space i guess if you want to say he's a very yeah he's got shoulders (laughs) that span calendar weeks yeah he's almost wider than he is tall yeah yeah he's just like a like mr incredible but which uh, i mean really when it comes to stuff like that like we're just lucky that he decided to play basketball like can you imagine him as like a (laughs) if he had decided he wanted to play any other sport he would dominate oh we're lucky i don't know if we're lucky we're not lucky i mean i I guess like we're lucky he's not trying to murder us <laughs> yeah we're lucky he's not doing podcasts <laughs> yeah exactly like you um, look at him as like a defensive end or like a like a middle linebacker yeah that kind of speed that kind of size would be insane well was was that your that was that the was sports it. one right yeah, okay and you took my others and you didn't take but we had the same other sports one with good old philly great um <laughs> Don't have a transition. Nature question for you. Mm, nature. Billions of which type of insect 
are set to invade the Northeast United States for the first time since 2004. Invade? Yeah. I mean, that's just a word I used. No, that's fair. But I mean, I get him billions. I'm going to go with either locusts or mm. mosquitoes. Mm. Solid. You're pretty close with uh, with locusts. And some people actually call these locusts, but they're actually... Like grasshoppers, crickers, crickets. Periodical cicadas. Oh. Cicadas, and, cicadas and locusts are two separate things, but a lot of people, because they kind of spawn all at once, mm-hmm. call cicadas locusts. Ugh. Anyway, it's the brood X, or brood 10 cicadas, which, are, which span from Indiana to Washington, D.C., and that's the U.S.'s largest brood of cicadas, and they spawn only once every 17 years. But this is the year that it's happening. It's going to be so loud. Yeah, luckily we don't live. This isn't the brood near Texas, so we're not going to get them. But I mean, y'all are going to have plenty of cicadas yourself. Yeah, but not the periodical but. type. Apparent. So apparently, cicadas, the periodical cicadas are like a pretty rare form of them. Like, there's only a handful of species that do this, have this dormant period for a set amount of time, and then come back. And usually it's 13 or 17 years for some reason. But most cicadas are just yearly cicadas, and they spawn every year, and there's just a small pocket of them. But this big brood X, only every 17 years, and they're all going to spawn at once. So That sucks for those of you that are in that area. So sorry. Yeah. Don't forget your fly swatter. <laughs> or your shotgun. I don't know. They're massive. Yeah, I don't know how big they are. Yeah. <laughs> Your okay. leash, maybe you could rope one, ride to work. Um, I don't have a question. I mean, this was—I don't have a written down one, but you kind of sparked one when I was going, doing my research. Um, okay, kind of spinning off of nature. Can you tell me the only type of bat that does not use echolocation? Fruit bat. That's correct. How many other bats do you know? <laughs> Did you just vampire? Name okay. Um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> fruit bat. Yeah. They don't yeah. eat. It. They eat fruit. It doesn't move. So. Easy. Ah, I should you, should. you should call the scientist because they're trying to figure out why it doesn't use echolocation. Oh, um, maybe I don't know what like, a fruit hey, bat is. Fruit, fruit don't move. That's why they don't use echolocation. Just, well, I was thinking it would use it to just find uh, to just find insects, but I guess other yeah. bats use it just for going moving around too. Anyway, yeah, I mean that's all, it's a quick short one, so I didn't include it. But yeah, fruit bat. I should write a paper about. It. Fruit doesn't move. Fruit bats don't use echolocation. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Slam dunk. Morons. You idiots. Um, How do you not know? You call yourself a doctor. Hmm. All right. No. Um, do you, you... Back to you. Do you have another one? One that's uh, one that sparked your yeah, fancy you, here? Do you want travel? Do you want uh, politics? Uh, let's go politics because I, I politics. have a politics one too. So. Cool, cool, cool. A tell-all type interview aired recently with Oprah interviewing former British royals Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. But Markle is not the is not the first duchess that Oprah has interviewed. What other duchess has Oprah conducted another tell-all type interview with? Ooh, a duchess. Duchess. I mean, was it... Uh, former duchess. Former duchess. I was thinking, who's the other one? Kate Middleton or uh, Princess Di are my two. I mean, Princess Di, I guess, would be who I would think. But 
I don't, I didn't know who this person was until I yeah. Uh, Sarah right. Ferguson. Oh yeah, the, uh, Fergie. Fer- yep. Uh, that's I think pretty sure that's how they like indoctrinated her into the royal family was. Uh, but yeah, former Duchess of York back in like I think it was the '90s. She had another tell-all type, mm. and apparently, like that interview was also like the royals aren't as uh, what you think it would be. It's not, it's not quote the fantasy life that you'd expect it to be. Is what she said in her interview I feel with like Oprah. People have been saying that long enough that I'm like, yeah, I don't think it is a fantasy life. Yeah, like, so. yeah, you're the moron for thinking it was the yeah. Not about moron, but yeah, morons. <laughs> I haven't seen the. The Meghan Markle Harry one yet, but yeah, I don't, I don't know, not not my I, thing. I, I, yeah, I saw a tweet or Instagram something like that 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 really summed up the whole interview for me, and it was, uh, we won a war in the 1700s to not care about the royal family ever again. So I'm just honoring those men that gave their life back in the 1700s. Good for you. Yeah. Never again. All right. Well, so from. Politics across the pond to politics in this country. Members from which Great Plains state have expelled a member of the State House of Representatives for the first time in history? That sounds like something like Oklahoma would do. Mm. But. Hmm. No. I don't think it would be Oklahoma, because I think Oklahoma all thinks it's pretty much the same, so no one would do anything to require expulsion. I'm going to guess Kansas. Yeah, it's not Kansas. Those good Uh, guesses. Those are Great Plains states. Uh, North Dakota, further north. Ooh, yeah, I would not have guessed The North Dakota House uh, voted on Thursday to expel a lawmaker accused of threatening and sexually harassing women at the Capitol, and that's the first time that uh, a lawmaker has been expelled. In state history, well, I thought They've, it would be like they didn't agree with like the political party. So I want to take back what I said about Oklahoma oh. because I don't think they'd be like, "Oh, you touched some women, that's okay." That's yeah, and they I mean they that. voted uh, pretty handily, sixty-nine to twenty-five, to expel Representative Luke Simmons, a Republican. Simmons, S I M O N S, probably Simons? Simmons or Simons. Simons, depending on what he says, I guess. A uh, Republican from Dickinson. For a pattern of behavior that stretched back to soon after he took office in 2017. That was a Simon Says joke that just went right over your head. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. Sorry. Wasn't paying attention. It's fine. It's fine. That so happens my, all the time. My genius on this podcast. is underappreciated. Often when I listen back to the episode editing, I you say little jokes like right after I say something, I'm just thinking about it, and I just I didn't hear it when I was going on. So <laughs> that was a good joke. I just... Uh, well, I appreciate it. I just wasn't listening. Every um, good joke has to be explained. That's true. The key. Yeah, that's true. Um, you have one more, you said, or one? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do my two, and then we'll get to your one. How okay. That? Sure. Let's go for it. Uh, awards. Pretty generic title. Uh, for the first time since its inception in 1911... Nearly a thousand girls have earned what elite rank? Carefully worded question. You can nineteen eleven. Yep, a thousand girls have it's won. The f- it's the first time that a thousand girls have earned nearly 
not nearly. What nearly, they nearly rank. won. <laughs> they oh, did. They, so they did earn what elite rank? Is it like military ranking? Well, we're talking about girls here, so it's not the military, but what's kind of like that? But for kids. <laughs> well, I think any girl can reach any ranking in the military. Yeah. Oh, but girl meaning like age. Yes, exactly. Like less than, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I meant girls, not, I girls, not women. I would have said women. Talking about girls. I didn't say kitchen, did I, Hibs? Like, <laughs> I didn't like, what say. What do you mean? By I was that? not. I was referring to their age. Gotcha, gotcha. Um. Oh man, I and it's important s- that they're girls. I'll say this: Bo- yeah, a lot like, of boys have earned this rank before. Yeah, like Eagle Scout or something like yes, that. Yes, there you go, Eagle okay. Scout. Eagle Scout's the highest rank attainable in the Scouts BSA program. Um, first. Created in 1911 or 19, yeah, 1911. Uh, do you want to guess what percent of scouts earn the Eagle Scout rank? I would imagine it's very, very slim, like ten mm. percent. This says four, 4%. four percent. Wow. Okay. But that's of all scouts, so maybe just anybody who is in for any period of time counts. But yeah, only four percent yeah, of scouts get slim. it, and about two and a half million. Young boys up until now have earned it, but now nearly a thousand girls have earned the Eagle Scout rank as well. So there awesome. you go. What is uh, that? I mean, do you know, like, I'm not saying I'm for or against, I mean, obviously I'm pro, I, it may, to me it doesn't matter, but like the whole like girls and Boy Scouts type of thing, like, does that just, compl- do you know if that, has that affected Girl Scouts at all? Because I mean, I just want the cookies. Are they going to bring their cookies with them when they go to I the I mean, Boy I don't Scouts? know that it's affected because they're two completely separate organizations, Girl Scouts and then the Boy Scouts. Oh, like they're okay. not they're not related. So it's like prior okay. to a couple of years ago, you couldn't a, a girl couldn't have joined the Scouts program, the Boy Scouts. Gotcha, gotcha. So right. it was if like I can get my popcorn and my cookies in one-stop shop. I think I'm your happy. cookies are safe. I think there's still plenty of girls that are in the Girl Scouts. So, there nice. you go. Um Final set of questions here from me about the the Grammys. Grammy nominations have been announced. So I've got a series of questions about the week in, or the week, the year in music. Oh, so let's, no. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We'll try. You're going to do great. I can tell. I, I thoroughly enjoy your ill-placed positivity. Okay. Uh, first question, uh, which artist leads all nominees with nine total nominations? My guess is either Billie Eilish or Ariana Grande. Incorrect. It mm-hmm. is a woman. And I'll say this, uh, the nine nominations ties her for second most nominated artist of all time. Adele, maybe? No. Hmm. Britney. Everyone's loving Britney right no. now. Okay. <laughs> um, bobbing and weaving. Bobbing and weaving. Oh. I can't think of any other female artists. Um, 
Okay. Girl Scout Troop number... I'll say this. Her husband is the most nominated ever artist. Oh. uh, Gwen Stefani, maybe? No. Beyonce. Uh, Beyonce. ah. Beyonce has now received a total of 79 nominations, which makes her the most nominated woman, but the second most nominated artist ever behind Jay-Z, her husband, and Quincy Jones with 80 nominations each. <clears throat> you know, <laughs> you know, maybe we do, maybe we do a trivial riffing on, on Bay, on Beyonce, on yeah, B. Yeah, that'd be fun. Because I've just never really been a big Beyonce fan. I've never gotten on that bandwagon. Now, Jay-Z, big fan of him. Mm. But, I mean, I respect anyone who's tapped their own brother. Trivial but. riffing on power couples. Woo! We could have a whole month. We could do a power couple month. Power, ooh, that's good. I like that. If you have a power couple, you know, yeah. we're, the Clintons, the the Knowles, the Jay-Zs, the... The uh, Kardashians. Obama, the... Uh, yeah, Chris Humphreys and Kim Kardashian, power couple. Or... Uh, if, yeah, con- <laughs> or you know Kanye. what I'm saying. Well, yes. yeah, those are, I mean, either one would be... Yeah. Um, I don't think Chris is a... I don't think Chris Humphreys is a yeah. power couple. I but don't. yes, let's do power couples. <laughs> I got so excited for no reason. Yeah, no, that'd be fun. Okay, continuing on. Beyonce, yeah. I feel like that was gettable for you. I feel like you kind of just had a blank spot in your head there. But I mean, did she release anything this year? I don't know. Apparently, she was nominated nine times, so she, I guess she had a new album. But to um, be fair, like Beyonce can release, like she can like get on mic and go, "Is this thing on?" Yeah, <clears> no, and everyone's wouldn't. like, "Oh, Beyonce, it's amazing, it's art." Wow, it's like, you really hate Beyonce, don't you? I don't hate her. I just don't get it. Next question: If this artist takes home album of the year again, she would become the only woman to win the award three times. I feel like I've already guessed her. Uh, you haven't. I haven't? Oh, no. <laughs> and it is not Beyonce, so. It's another woman. <laughs> I can give you the name of the album. Maybe that would help. We can try it. I just The name of the album, Folklore. Uh, uh, Miley Cyrus? No. Folklore. You're on kind of, I mean, similar like career track from like country to pop. Dim, oh, oh, uh, oh! It better not be what's her name. Little, little stick legs. Uh, Taylor, uh, Taylor Swift. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's Taylor Swift. I just don't. I mean, you, she's re-recording it, songs. It sounds like that's, you're a misogynist, Hibbs. You just don't like any of these women. That's not true. All right. Next question. Um, Missy <laughs> this isn't, this is, I'll say this This isn't a great category for you either But all nominees in the best new artist category Which is a Grammy Best mm-hmm. new artist Are either female or people of color And I'm wondering if you could tell me Any of their names Here's Let me I mean, Before I guess this, get this one wrong as well Okay The reason Does, why I don't know any of this is because this is i do not listen to and I, i'm hesitant to even say this because it comes across as like snooty but like i don't listen to what's on the radio some and of these is, are hip-hop artists though you like hip-hop don't you yeah but even that it's like it's radio hip-hop i don't even okay, I don't how about to this? radio hip-hop can you name any of the artists who are being nominated for the first time not for that category just any artist who had a big breakout year getting in their first nomination 
We some of these we've discussed on the show for sure. First breakout big year breaking out. First time being nominated for a Grammy. Go. First time, okay. Um No. Ariana Grande has already had a the reason I keep yeah. saying her is because she Yeah. This past year she tied with the Beatles as having like the top ah, three. Yes. Yes, That's yes. why I keep bringing her up is because she had a big year, a record breaking year. Um, so there's valid point to that. Okay. It's not her. Well, uh, Oh gosh. One of them had a song this summer that was sort of popular. Okay. Okay. Card- Give me a little Wa- more. Watermelon sugar. Oh, um, uh, hi, uh, Harry, Harry Styles. Harry Styles. I almost said Prince Harry. <laughs> Thank God. Harry Styles. <clears throat> oh, man. First that nomination. That's pretty good. Uh, we also had BTS hi. getting their first nomination, Oof, so I thought bad. you could have got them. And then, uh, but nominees for the first, or the best new artist category were Ingrid Andrus, Phoebe Bridgers, Chica, Chica, uh, Noah Cyrus, D Smoke. Huh. Is it, is it? Doja Cat or Doha Cat? Doja Cat. Doja Cat and Megan mm-hmm. Three Stallion. Hmm. All nominated well, good for, for D-Smoke. Best New Artists. Yeah, see? You knew some of those people. Yeah, I didn't know D-Smoke would actually... Yeah, he's really good. Um, really good rapper. I recommend him. Carrying on. <laughs> Carrying on my way. With... Every nominee for Best Country Album was either, oh, a, was either a woman or... Or a group fronted by a woman. So any name any of those nominees. Taylor Swift. No. Okay. She doesn't do country anymore. Well, she's re-recording some of her old songs. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. A country. Did, so it wasn't not on the list here. Any name a big female country artist. Go. Oh no. Um. I can. I'm picturing them. Uh, nope, that's not one. Shania Twain is probably not going to be it. A little too old, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. She yep. said anything new. Um. Oh gosh. The fronted by a woman part is. What's, yeah, there's a group that's fronted by a woman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying. Mm-hmm. That's my best, best bet. Oh man, not the cranberries. <laughs> Um. No. Okay. I'm just gonna put you out of your misery here. Oh yeah, yeah. Shoot me in the head. Uh, we got Ingrid Andrus. Don't Brandy. Don't know who that is. Brandy Clark. Nope. No clue. Miranda Lambert. Ah, I could have gotten that one. Ashley McBride. And nope. then the group is Little Big Town. Hmm. I've heard of Little Big Town, but that's about it. I'm just gonna skip the next question because it's similar to that one. <laughs> and then we've got. Final question about the Grammys. Dua Lipa and Post Malone have the potential to join an exclusive club of eight musicians who have won album, record, and song of the year all in the same year. Um, So I guess the question is, can you name any of those eight artists who have done that before? And then if you wanted to, could you name the album or song that they're nominated for? So they won record, song, album? They're nominated for all three of those, so they have the potential to win all three. But I want you to name the artists who have done that, who've won all three of those in the same, yeah, same ceremony. Yep. But the three awards are record, song, album. Correct. 
What's the difference between a record and an album? Good question. I looked this okay. up. Okay. Album is awarded to like the artist who recorded it as well as the producer and like any engineers who sound mixed it. Okay. Record of the year is actually for a specific song on an album and it goes to the artists and the producer and anyone who mixed it. And then I know what you're thinking. Yep. What does song of the year mean then if mm-hmm. record of the year is a song? Song of the year is basically a songwriting award for the person that wrote the song. So it's not necessarily the artist, but oftentimes in music it is. So okay. album, record is basically a single on a specific album, and then song is like the songwriting. Songwriter, award. yeah. Okay. Um, I thought that was interesting because yeah. it's confusing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. Uh, I'm, one of my guesses is uh, Bruno Mars. Yes. Nice. Nice. So you can get another one. Because I know he got album of the year a few years ago because he stole it from Logic. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> he won. Yeah. I just see. See? If I can just associate it all with like hip hop and rap, then I might have a way of. Yeah, maybe. Um, Let's see. Who has. That's, that's hard to have and have a good album. Yeah. And a good record. It's difficult to do. Bruno Mars. Um, maybe like Katy Perry. Mm, I like where your head's at. I don't know that she did a lot of her own writing, but maybe. Um, Bruno Mars. Good. The other ones. <laughs> Paul Simon. Carol King. Christopher Cross. Remember you talked about him a long time ago. Nope. <laughs> Eric Clapton, <laughs> the Dixie Chicks are on here, Billie Eilish, and Adele has actually done it twice. So there you go. Good job, Adele. Yeah. Um, that's it. Those are the 2021 Grammys. A lot of firsts, a lot of uh, women representing categories not necessarily they're known for representing, and maybe Taylor Swift will become the the greatest female artist of all time. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> She's no Missy Elliott, but hey. Okay. Um, and then your one that we're going to attack in the end. Well, I have a, I have one more and then I have that one. Oh, um, okay. Go for it. So this is a travel question. Oh, yeah. Travel. Perfect. Uh, the Explorers Club gave uh-huh. out a first award to online game creator Richard Garriott. Uh, it could be Garriott. Uh, Richard Garriott. Uh, because he was the first explorer to reach four locations that few even visit one of. He made it to the South Pole in 1998, the North Pole in 2018. He was the first private citizen. He was one of the first private citizens to become an astronaut as he went to space in 2008. Mm. But this past week, where was the final place of extremes that he visited in order in order to complete the superfecta of his explorator- exploratory bucket list? Did he go to the bottom of the ocean? What would you call that? The Marianas Trench. That is correct, 100%. He is the first person to ever visit North Pole, South Pole, Space, Mariana Trench. He's wow. been everywhere. He's a game that designer. That is quite the superfector. He's a superfecta. Um, superfecta. He's a game I also designer, had to look up said. that. Superfecta is what comes after trifecta. Yeah. Horse racing. Horse racing, yeah. Yeah. Uh. 
This is just another tacked on uh, trivia question. Do you know what game he created? Garriott, you said. Richard Garriott. I feel like I've heard that name, but I'm not really sure. Doom? I don't know. Something pretty old. He might have had a... It's Ultima Online. Uh, have you ever oh, heard of Oh, okay. I mean... I've never heard of it. It's not Doom. <laughs> it's no. a different game, but that's interesting. It's an MMORPG for those who like games. Ultima Online. Hmm. Uh, but yeah. And then the final question that I had for you for this evening, this recording session... Um, as the well, world, of sorry, digi- I just, oh, yeah, no. go- I just Googled this guy, total nerd, but good for him. <laughs> he looks like, a, definitely looks like a game designer, but oh yeah, good for him to have got on all those things, checked off his bucket list. What a guy. Yeah, he did it all. Uh, sorry, I'll cut that cause that's mean, but go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I think you can leave it in there. I don't, I don't think we're worried about hurting people's feelings on this. We'll, we'll tweet at him. Richard Garriott, you stupid nerd, heard you went to the bottom of the ocean. Why didn't you just stay there, huh? Uh, All right. (laughs) The final question for you. Um, Bear with me. This could be, this is one of those that I found interesting um, and hopefully something good for everyone else listening to kind of give you a little bit of insight or a little bit of heads up on what's going on in the world. But as the world of digital media continues to grow, the next step into ownership of digital art is to be done with NFTs. Uh, NFTs give the owner of a digital media and uh, intellectual property proof of ownership by providing them, providing the owner with a digital certificate of the item purchased. This certificate is stored on a secure digital database that is called a blockchain. Uh, some are saying the NFTs are the next way into making a lot of money. You know, buying NFTs can. Uh, give you a good return on investment to show ownership of items. Um, and it's hard not to completely discount them and write them off as something that's like fake and whatnot and cryptocurrency because it's even backed by people like Mark Cuban. But with all this complexity and this ex- explanation, do you know what NFT stands for? Oh, okay. Wasn't there a thing with uh, some kind of NBA GIFs that have these NFTs in them? Yeah, mm-hmm. NBA Top Shot isn't that what it's called? Right, which like Top Shot is like a isn't Top Shot a brand of? It's like a uh, it's like an card. online trading card. Yeah, right. But top they do make Top Shot trading cards. Tops is one. Tops. I don't know if Top oh, Shot does. Okay, I don't yeah, know yeah. if Top Shot does too. But uh, it's non fungible <laughs> something. <laughs> what is the T? You got the hardest part. Yeah. <laughs> T. You might as well just. It's, it's like it's it's like asset or trading item or it's something even more simple than that. Yeah, like what do you use a Chuck E. Cheese? Oh, token, non yeah. non fungible token. Yeah, <laughs> you got the hard part, and then like the why? Because that stuck arbitrary. out when someone when I read that non fungible, non fungible. So it's basically so, like a way of guaranteeing that the one thing that you have is that one thing and it can't be copied kind of. Well, no, that's the thing. So this is how I was, I did a lot of research on this trying to figure out like how to understand NFTs. Mm -hmm. And the one example that I read about it that made the most sense to me is that like, like you own the GIF, the whatever, like GIF picture, whatever it is, you own it. That it, it belongs to you, even though people can right-click 
save it to their computer. Like it doesn't it doesn't keep it from being copied, right? But it keeps you you have something. To yeah, show it's that ba- you it's own like it. a certificate of authenticity, right? That's and it's associated the with the thing that you own, right? And like whenever you just think about that, it's like, well, why would you want to own it if you could just copy and paste it? And uh, it's it's like really really rich people that buy art just to put it in a museum yeah. so everyone can look at it. Yeah. Like it's, they don't care that everyone's like looking at it. They want the original rather than the print. That's the they almost want, yeah. exact same. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. They, or they, yeah. I mean, you can look up, you can look up a picture of a really expensive baseball card and it's like, you basically own the card, but you don't have the actual physical item, but it's just weirder with a NFT. Cause it's not, there is no physical item. It's like, it's just a digital thing. But there's no physical item and there never was a physical item. That's like yeah. the big difference is that yeah. it's 100% digital. Hmm. Um, yeah. And so like it could even go to like um, like what you were talking about. They're selling. Um, GIFs. Like, yeah, like like I think LeBron James, one of his uh, highlights sold with an NFT. So someone owns a highlight of LeBron James, which it's. It seems really weird and whatnot, and like it's. I don't understand how one can make money off of it. Uh, I guess it's like you buy and hope it resell in the future. Like, like you well, would I think, art. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like but an investment. Like, but I, I think NFTs themselves are could be used for like as a currency on their own kind of thing, you know. But you have to you have to buy the NFT. Well, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it has value because it's oh, a I unique thing that could be, you know. Well, it's like, I don't. Know. Well, no, because uh, I'm be- over my head. Well, I mean, to get to the definition of it, you couldn't use it as currency because if it was currency, then it would would not be non-fungible. Because fungible, like the dollar is very fungible because you can turn it into something else quickly and easily. That's what makes these NFTs so valuable, I guess, for lack of a better word, is that they can't be easily converted into something else. Mm. So, I don't know. It's really it's weird. It's confusing. And I encourage anyone to look more into it. But if in case you hear NFT, non-fungible token. So, Got it. Nicely done. But yeah, cryptocurrency, man. It's a wild stuff. It's a rabbit hole to say the least. Um. Okay. Well, that's all the questions we had this week, right? That's all I got for you, man. So a couple mentions on Twitter from Zach in reference to... Superfan Zach, excuse me. <clears throat> in reference to last week's episode, he talked about uh, Clyde Barrow of Bonnie and Clyde was... Uh, Born, raised, and buried in Dallas, Texas. So, something we didn't mention in our trivia riffing, but there you go. And then he kind of chastised you about being in disbelief about uh, land changing hands. I forget how that came up. It was relevant at the time. I don't remember. Probably. <laughs> because you're like, will hands. we ever see borders change in our lifetime? That was kind of your question. Oh, yeah. But it's happened, like, quite a lot in our lifetime, like, you know, falling in the Berlin Wall and, you know, the breakup of the Soviet Union. That wasn't in your lifetime, but pretty close. But I mean, Crimea yeah, but still, going to like Russia. East and West Berlin. It wasn't like you look at, I mean, you look at land area maps from, like, the 1400s and it's like the Ottoman Empire is just, like, expanding and then yeah. contracting. And then I mean, the fall of the Soviet Union is, like, that essentially i mean it's it was this huge like, collection of countries and then it broke up into a bunch of smaller countries so yeah i guess like my question when it comes to that is like even if and this is just an example this is okay. no sort of like underlying political whatever 
uh, like even let's say the United States all of a sudden just like acquired Canada. Yes. Do you think that we would like rename it or do you think it would just say Canada and we'd be like, we'll be, we own you. How do we acquire it? I don't know. Yeah. I kind of, I get kind of what you're saying. Cause like you could think of the European, this is, I'm probably going to cut all this, but you could probably think I'm going to cut a lot of stuff this episode. The European Union is essentially is essentially one country because they have a shared set of laws and a shared currency and a shared like border, mm-hmm. but all the individual countries are still called individual countries, even though that thing is like one big country. So I kind of get your point. Like you, may, we probably won't see a big like shift in the, you know, the way that we think about countries. It'll just be like who has control over certain areas, like. But yeah, the border between the U.S. and Canada will probably always be there, even if we somehow merge into one larger, you know, economic system like the EU. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of what I'm getting at. I think even okay. if something were to happen, I think borders would stay and names would stay as well. But yeah, who knows? Um, but uh, we appreciate your your comments, Zach, anyway. Yeah. Um, if you have a comment about the show or just want to chastise me or Hibs for something we got wrong. Why don't you or something send we a, said in general? Yeah. Why don't you send us a tweet to at trivia rewrites? Not you don't send a tweet, you just add us, you mention us. Or you can send us an email to trivia rewrites at gmail.com. Uh, I checked the email. We don't have any new emails this week, but we're one of our goals this year is to be more uh, on top of social media. So we're gonna try and reply to social media, post a little more, maybe have more tweets on a regular basis, just to get the word about word out there about this wonderful podcast that we host so uh look out for that but uh feel free to tweet us anytime anything anything to add to that there hibs that was amazing and beautiful you did a great job proud of you <laughs> thank you i'm proud of you too hibs thanks man i had a good, good job this week if we could take a moment to really celebrate me i did pretty good <laughs> it was a good week and on that note We will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening. See y'all.